I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. In today's episode, we are going to hit a Q&A session, taking some questions from you, the listener, on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to get into those here soon, but we want to start today's episode with what is on your mind. So, Ty, I think I know where you're going to go with this, but I'm just going to I'm just going to ask Ty, what, what what's on your mind? Couple things. First off, I'm back. I feel like I've been gone since pretty much Car Talk Live. Back in the studio where it all began. Back in the bedroom. Secondly, you know, I was Lou's wingman in a deal. Flew home with some contraband last night. We met up late night in the rainy streets. Did a little quick transaction. Felt pretty cool. Like that. I'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, I flew home with Lou's contraband. Just had to, you know, slide my way through TSA. Champions League's back today. Kylian Mbappe market obviously has been insane and Champions League and all things footy continue to run. And then it wasn't even a week. It wasn't even a week. Tops goes public and drops the NFT hammer. Series 1 baseball, they're doing an extension NFT release. It's going to be on Wax, which is like the, the blockchain protocol. Um, I think it's going to be pretty sweet. It's more or less a digital scratch off, and we'll see how. Did you notice that they're doing it on wax and they're releasing wax? Not sure if anyone caught that one. Wax on wax. Ironic. Wax on wax. Wax on wax on wax. Yeah. Yeah. Wax is nice. It's it's a cool little platform. It is. It's like a digital card break. Might get a bunch of trash. Might not. Lower price points. They're gonna start juicing those things up. Um. It'll be interesting to see how the, the marketplace and the trades and all that work, but I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I was on my phone when it dropped, so I didn't uh, sign up for like the free giveaway, but I'm pumped. I think it'll be pretty neat. Lou, what about you? The number one thing on my mind that I think relates to no one but me is um, going to the post office. I've had to go to the post office several times in the last two weeks. And I'm just kind of over it. Like, it's just a whole to do, you know, like, it's like, you got to go on paper. Like, where do you guys print your print your labels? So there's two places. One, we use an app called Pirate Ship uh-huh. syncs with your data from Shopify orders. So when we do like things that's on the website and then paypal.com slash ship now. That's what I do. That's that's the move. It's the cheapest one, right? It's like one of the cheapest options out there. What allows you to, I don't know about cheap. I just, I know it allows, it syncs directly with your PayPal. So if you have money in PayPal, it just comes out of your balance. But it also allows you to ship an order without having to have like PayPal goods. So back in the day, like people were like, hey, you got to send me, send me 50 cents PayPal goods so I can print a label. But you don't really need to do that. You just use paypal.com slash ship now. And it allows you to just print a label directly from there without having to wait in line at the post office. Yeah. So it's just that. And uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to like, because a few times I've done pickups for like FedEx or UPS, they just don't show up. So I got to figure that out. Don't you have the printer, the Dynamo? I do. I do. It's not that. It's like the actual physical going to the post office is just like annoying and time consuming. And but you don't have to wait in line, right? You do because all the post. I I go to USPS to drop off my stuff. And you US- should be able to just cut the line and drop it. I can't at mine. Like the lady, sure. like they have to physically take it from me. I also don't, don't like I don't drops, I also I also drop. I don't like going and just dropping it off. I like it when they scan it in and they give me a So receipt. that this is and this is a key point to I I think this is something that if you're new, you might not know about this. If you don't have them scanned in, I again after doing this for fifteen years, you drop all your stuff at the post office and you drop a big box of fifty stuff. One of those packages just may be like, oops, we didn't get it, and it just disappears. And then somebody on eBay is like, hey, man, where's my package? And you're like, I shipped it at the post office. And they're like, well, the post office never scanned it in. So did you? So if you wait and you can get it all scanned in. Yeah. Now, this is the one thing I will say about why I use the app called Pirate Ship. And I don't think you need Shopify to use this. I don't know this for sure. But the app Pirate Ship, 
What it allows you to do, and it's similar on eBay, if you ship something directly from eBay, you can print what's called an end of day form. So what that does is anything you've printed for that day or that session, like if I print 40 eBay labels at once, you can print an end of day scan form, take it to the post office with all 40 packages, show them the form, they'll scan the form and everything you had in that session is scanned in at one time. So if you had 5, 10, 15, 25, 100 things and you gave them the form, you could scan in every one of your packages at one time rather than having to have them individually weigh and scan every single package, which could take. Damn, y'all, y'all don't trust like the one-off drop the package with the Not postman? at all. I just in 15 years, it just, it, it happens. They just miss it and it just disappears and you're just out. And, and it's just it's sitting in the post part. office waiting for it to. I know, but like, w- like, what are the odds we're talking about here? Enough that it happened once and I never want to deal with it. Ever More again. or less exactly. than like the J&J. Less for sure. But again, one time of them losing my package is enough for me to stand in the line for 10 minutes. And then is once it it's scanned times in, like it's worth the hours and once hours it's and scanned hours in, it's fully out of my hands and I take no responsibility for it anymore. It's fair. I just drop my and keep it moving. Makes me nervous. I look, I catch it, make eye contact so they know like they're not going to F me. It's like, got you. Drop. Keep it moving. And I just buy it right off eBay. That's what I do. Person sells, include the price in the thing, boom, print, tape on, walk up, you drop, boom, keep it moving. There's a risk. There's inherent risk, but there's a risk. There's also risk driving to the post office. 100%. Uh, I'm interested. I've said this before. The more and more I think about it, I'm interested to see what the next six weeks to two, you know, six to eight weeks looks like for football. We're a couple weeks away from the draft happening. That will be big. We're a couple, you know, we're, what, a month away, five weeks away from the next Dallas show. NT football, which we'll talk about on this week's releases, drops this week. That's a, you know, major box. And I I think it's going to be interesting because I think bigger, the big quarterbacks, RPAs from National Treasures are going to do much more than they have in the past on release day. I think that matters for their overall market. I just think football is is what's really on my mind at this point. It just I think there's a lot of opportunity in in football. So it's kind of where kind of where my head's at and what I'm uh, excited for over the next six six day week. Sammy Darnold is running. Sammy Darnold prices doubled overnight. I was on the road. I got caught. Someone ordered an auction. I was away. I was a little slow on shipping, so I shipped him out an extra. Don Ross Darnold. And those joints doubled overnight. I'm pretty pumped about it. All right, let's get into it. All right. So like we mentioned, Q&A this episode, we take questioners from you, the listener, on Instagram or Twitter. I know our producer, Jason, helps with this. Um, so if you ever want to ask questions or something, just feel free to reach out to us on IG or Twitter at Car Talk Pod. A lot of questions we've got here. Ty, Lou, have you guys looked through these, see anything that you like from the start? Why are Mo Salah and Lewandowski cards so cheap? What is the reason? Mo Salah and Lewandowski are both superstar, global superstar, proper football players. So cheap is, I think, a relative term, depending on which cards you're looking at. Because I believe Lewandowski's rookie, true rookie stickers are getting fairly expensive now. And I'm not sure where Mo Salah sits. I think reason being is because the money that is flowing, they're they're almost in like a weird pocket of one, you've got Ronaldo and Messi that are much closer in terms of generationally than say a Holland or an Mbappe. Holland and Mbappe, everyone loves to prospect. They're the new, the upcoming, they're the Zion and the and the Lucas of the world. Even and and Mbappe way more accomplished than I would say both Zion and Luca in their um respective sport early on but Lewandowski and you know Lewandowski's more like almost like a Chris Paul he won the Champions League last year but not super decorated other than goal scoring wise and have just been overshadowed by these goats and giants but I I agree that they're cheap someone uh Eric Whiteback was sending a text I think uh there's like something there's there's less than 200,000 total graded soccer cards by PSA and the next category 
is like the next lowest category is like 1.3 million or something. I think it's trading card games. So again, they're so cheap because there's not that much heat on soccer and where those guys sit in comparison to the goats, Messi, Ronaldo, and then everyone just loves the prospect. I like it. I think they're great buys. Lou, what's your thoughts on why they're so cheap? Um, you know, with all my knowledge in soccer, I am just taken aback by how cheap someone who's 28 years old, uh, how cheap their cards are. So, um, I just think they're really cheap. That's what I think. <laughs> so knowledgeable. Got it. A lot of data to back up that statement. But You're being I'm sarcastic, saying, right? I'm being very sarcastic. I, I, under, I get the, the back, like the 200,000 cards graded, all that stuff. Right. But like, if we're talking about, like, if we're going to say that soccer cards are going to become popular, like, it's very possible, like, Mo Salah just, like, missed his time in the sun for cards. Yeah, it's super, super fair. There's a lot of good NBA players with cheap cards. I agree. I mean, Carmelo Anthony. You think Carmelo, you think Carmelo's cheap? Do I think Carmelo's cheap? No. I think he's probably rightly, you know, placed, but I think when you look at, out of context, the game... His legend stature compared to, you know, LaMelo Ball's one prism PSA 10. Like, sure. Yeah, I think he's cheap. But I think to lose point, like certain people just based on time and everything don't get the the love. So I got one that I think is uh, interesting because obviously I'm I'm big into wax investment. I think it's it's one I actually believe in. And this is from Cody. Meaden, it's uh, Avalanche uh, CTM on Twitter. It says, what non-PRISM basketball football sealed wax do you believe in as a solid 10 to 18 month appreciation and flip? And for Tyler, or for you, Tyler, specifically, what soccer sealed wax do you believe in? Lou, any initial thoughts on what wax you might believe in non-PRISM basketball or football? Non-PRISM basketball or football. Um, I would say I'm interested in 20... 2018 optic football i really like i'm gonna say it again i really like this year's contenders optic football class and i also really like 2018 bowman draft baseball that was very three very specific um classes uh of cards of releases who's in who's in 2018 bowman draft um nick madrigal um, Nolan Gorman is a guy who has cooled off, but I really like Nolan Gorman coming out. Um, Nolan Gorman, um, Jonathan India is another guy. Give me a second. Yeah, a that's, that's a good one for you. Uh, Lou, I'm not much of a baseball guy, but I am intrigued a lot by 2020 Bowman, Hobby and Jumbo. It, it has Bobby Witt in it, which I think will, will play out long-term, but it also has Dominguez. And the way his prices are and what I think his popularity will be when that time comes for him to play, that will definitely have an impact on those boxes. Jumbos right now, I believe, are around 850 mark, uh, 895, somewhere in there. And then I think Hobby's around 450 a box. Um, that That's a play I, I think I'm intrigued by. But I think the biggest one for me, and I don't find it close, to be honest, is 2020 Select Football. It's just, it's not even close with XRCs and Trevor Lawrence in this upcoming class in there on top of a major product for football, which is, you know, up there with, with Prism in terms of popularity, you know, 1A or 1B with an already loaded class with Burrow, Herbert, Tua, Hertz, Eason, Love, you know, Jefferson, all those guys on top of the XRCs. It really makes 2020 select a, a play. I just, I'm very, very optimistic on it. So I agree with you. Let me tell you how my brain works and why I'm so stupid. Like in my brain, I completely skipped over the three biggest people in 2018 Bowman draft. That being Jared Kalanick, uh, Casey Mize, and Alec Baum. On top of the other guys? On top of those guys I just said, yeah. Like the, the I just like randomly, I don't know how I did that. But in the same way you're saying like when... Dominguez starts playing more and he gets high, more highly rated. That box is going to do a lot. Kellenic hasn't even come up yep. yet. Kellenic's going to be the number one prospect in baseball. If he doesn't get called up before Wander does, Kellenic's going to be the number one prospect in baseball and he mashes. So he's really good. Casey Mize had some injury struggles, but he's very good as well. And then Alec Baum plays for the Phillies. He's a really good player. I, I think 2018 Bowman draft. 
apparently doesn't touch home plate. Who doesn't? Wasn't that the dude that slid yeah. in from the, the Braves that didn't touch home? And That was they, like they that re- one moment of baseball they went to review interest it. that happened this past week. Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of like when Champions League is on NBC Sports Forty. Yeah, got it. It's actually CBS that has it. But <laughs> oh god! <laughs> All right. So, Ty, do you have any soccer product you believe? Twenty sixteen select. Twenty sixteen select. That is uh, Rashford's and Pulisic. Their stuff. I think twenty sixteen select is great. I think twenty seventeen select is pretty solid because Mbappe's twenty seventeen select stuff. I think is going to keep running. Um, but I think twenty sixteen select is. Is the play? Let's see what's what does Select Soccer sell for on eBay? It's not a not a bad price either. Ty, what do you think about? I, I have an interesting mm-hmm. play here since we're talking about soccer wax. What do you think about 2016 USA soccer boxes? 2016 USA soccer boxes. So I know Alex Morgan has autos in it. It's got Polisic. It's got it's got a lot of different people in it, but. The reason I ask is there's only one box on eBay. Looks interesting. Right? And like you can get still I think this is the product you can get silhouette mm-hmm. autos in. Yeah. Like Hope Solo. Um a case sold for five hundred dollars. Yeah, but if you look at it, like look at some of the people in the mm-hmm. set. Soccer based common, Morgan. It's that USA first cap horizontal Pulisic. The PSA eight one for seventy. I mean, I like it. I, I like it all the the first move I ever made in this whole game with Lou was flipping U.S. Women's National Team autos. Yeah, and it's got a lot of it. Like, Julie Johnston uh, has, like, patch autos in this out of 10. One of them sold for a 1,000 or best offer. Polisic has autos. I'm into it. I have one of those Ali Long autos, actually. I just think, like we always say, supply and demand mm-hmm. plays out. I just, I was literally looking for that 2016 Select Soccer, and an ad came up for it, and it's the only box on eBay. Yep. I'm a fan. Interesting. Footy's going to take over the world. It's big summer, right into the World Cup, USA World Cup. Everyone remembers. The difference about the World Cup that's coming out is it's going to be in uh, in the winter. So it's not going to be those summer World Cup vibes that everyone's used to. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it's happening in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I believe. All right. Lou? Lou, you got us? Got any questions? Ryan, what are the little details you notice when you enter another local card shop? That was the exact one I was going to do. Damn it. I'm focused. What, what, was the, what was the question? What are the little details you notice? This is from the Boulevard of Cards. Ryan, what are the little details you notice when you enter another LCS? Anything good or bad? So the first couple things I look for that I wanted. So like, obviously, if you know, when we bought the store, it's actually almost been two years. Um, when we bought it, one of the things was there wasn't a lot of like self-service. So everything was like, you had to ask for it. So like everything, every single thing was behind the counter. There was no boxes to look at, right? Like you had to ask for top loaders. You had to ask for supplies. Like every single thing was out there. And I just, I didn't like that. Obviously it leads more for, it leads more opportunity for theft, right? Uh, Understood. But then it requires you to do all of the work. And I just think customers want to come on. Like you don't go to the grocery store and every single thing is locked up and you have to ask for help. So again, my kind of thought was being able to like have customers look and feel and touch and go through boxes and and find stuff like that. So that was one thing was just making sure that customers can interact with the product before they actually buy it. And then the other one being, uh, do you have things priced? That again, we talk about this at shows. This is my number one pet peeve. Uh, and I, I hear this a lot from like other cards owners because I know a couple that don't don't price anything. And it's always like, well, the market fluctuates so much. We we've, we can't stay on top of pricing. And my my argument for that is that when you put something out, you're you're not putting it out at a loss. Right. So if you buy something for 100, you put it out for 150 and then it goes to 250. You didn't lose money when someone bought it at 150. You made money. Somebody else, it's just part of the process. So to not price something and have to have somebody ask and you look something up on every single thing, just not 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 my thing. So I would rather price it and reward somebody for coming in and putting in the work, like going through the dollar boxes. We talk about this all the time. You go through a dollar box and you find a card worth $10. It just... It, that's that's a rewarding feeling for a customer who's like, hey, I put in the time and I found something cool. Just to have somebody ask for every single card is is not something I'm like, eh, I'm not not a big fan of. So those are the two things I stand I, I look at is um, 
can I look through something? Can I touch something? Can I make selections on my own? Or do I have to have somebody's help for everything? And is everything priced or do I have to ask and look up prices on every single card? Another, like, this is just me as a pet peeve of, like, to the stores that I've been to. I, no one thrives in, like, chaos more than I do. I, like, live in chaos and everything in my life is chaotic. But, like, walking into a card store and then there's just stuff everywhere makes me so annoyed. Like, a non, like, clean, organized store drives me nuts. Especially a card store because it's already, like, singles and da-da-da-da and, like, boxes. And it drives me nuts. And so many people have, like, messy stores. Yeah, I do. I hate that feeling. I never liked walking into it. And that's something I, I keep a lot of the mess behind the counter where it's not unorganized, but out for sale. I, it, it, I, you know, I try to organize it as much as possible. I think that having loose cards, even at shows, is big to get people to hang more, get people to look at stuff, feel stuff, spend more time at the table. You're going to close more deals. You can have it loose. It's just when it's like, disorganized fair no i I mean just like dollar boxes and like more stuff to look at get them caught in the trap get some convo going it's it's easy to just gloss by when you're walking you see so many slapped cards and like you don't know you're looking for some stuff you got some nice dollar boxes with some good product in there gets people to stick around longer have some conversation and then you know how that rolls people want to buy from people they're jamming with yep and it's like classic like liquor store stuff. Like people have like the whole setup, you know, like you have like the little like display. It's the same shit. Yeah. It's like your window. It's like window shopping. Oh, that's nice. Let's go in. Let's see. We got some other good ones here. I will say, Ty, you're going to you're going to appreciate this more than I know. Lou will. A lot of these questions are soccer questions. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of soccer on this on these question lists. It kind of makes me nervous. Because it's. Sh- Soccer's up, and now people are interested. And I know that from when we first started the show, when we started talking about footy, there weren't that many. There was always questions, but there wasn't as many questions. And uh, I just want to make sure people are into things. If it's because you're business into business and interested in it, that regard, amazing. But be careful. Know what you're what you're getting into. This is a good question. I actually like this, and I think this is. This this might actually my answer might actually be yes. NBA card. This is from Card Collector one one three zero. I believe it's another one on the coaching tree, huh? <laughs> that's funny. God, God, that's funny. I believe he's a local. It says NBA cards have been pretty stagnant. Do you think people are just a little tired of basketball right now? Great question. We talked about this a few weeks ago, right? It's there's just too it's too much basketball. Complex put out a great article uh, last at the end of last week all competitor um that pretty much said like the nba isn't very fun right now (laughs) like at all the blowouts are insane the the level of play is down the best players are hurt it was a weekend like the first weekend in april here's a set 18 games were played on friday and saturday four of them were decided by 44 or more points 22.6 22.6 was the the point average. That was the average win margin. Are you serious? Four of them of 18. More? And one game was decided by five points or less. The favorite to win the the chip right now, which I believe is still the Nets, those guys have played like six games together. None of these team none of these teams care. Dude. There's a larger conversation to be had about basketball and like the social media aspect of basketball and what it's done to the sport. It's had extremely high highs and brought the sport to new heights. There's also a lot of... I mean, Jamal Murray might have blew out his ACL last night. No one even cares. It's unbelievable. I actually... I I think I was listening to Sports Card Nonsense, The Ringer Show, this morning, and they were talking about how, like, every injury, everyone acts like the player's done. Like, if you talk to people about Fernando Tatis, like, Ryan probably thinks Fernando Tatis is done for the year. He's fine. (laughs) Is he, like, back playing? He was like, I was going to play last week, he said, but they're, like, keeping it slow. People think he's like done. People are like, oh my God, Retired, Fernando Tatis is dead. Done, never playing. Like, he's dead. Fine. Never playing again. But it's weird. Like when serious injuries happen, no one even says anything. It's very weird. Yeah, Jamal Murray, two things go through my head. Damn, maybe they won't make the chip anymore. Yeah, here we go. MPJ again. Enter Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you do know who my MVP pick yeah. was, right? I know. It's a good pick. Who's going to win it? Is he going to win or no? 
I think he's like second be- yeah. betting favorites right now. Doesn't mean he's going to win. Where's Giannis? Is it going to be? Also, I can't wait to get my haircut. I'm pretty excited about it again and after I record this episode. Giannis might go back to back to back. Oh, he's the. Jokic, Jokic is a favorite right now. There's no chance. Minus 177. Except the Jamal thing might help, but... Jason said if I won with Jokic, considering that I hit the rookie of the year offensive and defensive and her, and MVP pick, that Jason... How did you hit those? In, in football. Oh. Uh, he said anytime Ryan picks a MVP, he's going he's gonna to place that bet in Vegas. Well, the minute Jay bets it is when your luck ends, so... <laughs> yeah, mush city. Yeah, Jokic is a huge favorite. Yeah, basketball. So to answer that question, I just think basketball has been going for so long. I think it is just the lowest it's been at in a long time. Do you think that, and we've talked about this before, do you think that there was such a high run up on basketball? It got so far away from everything else. People realized the value play was in the other sports because basketball was just so high. I do, but I also really don't. I really think because it's just people are just tired. It's yeah. just fatigue. I think basketball is that much bigger and will continue to be that much bigger because if if we take your question and then we say, okay, well, how much is a base Tatis or a Kuna comparatively to like a Luka? Which, what is it? I'm not sure. A base Tatis is probably 240 bucks and a Kuna is yeah. probably 250 So to answer your question, like, you would think that one of the brightest young stars in the games, base PSA 10, would be doing maybe closer to a grand based on the basketball guys. That's where I start to agree with Ryan, where like those numbers don't add up at all. And if there's going to be basketball, it should be higher. They should be higher? What should be higher? Tatis and Acuna should be higher. Based on what, though? See, and this is, this is I'll get into this now. Because this is where I think I was going to go with NT football. Is this is the year I think you see the rookie QB RPAs sell for a much higher number than they're normally selling for? I just what's a Zion RPA worth? A hundred k, right? That's what they've done as high as a hundred k. So what do you? What is Herbert going to sell for? Yeah, thirty five, forty thousand dollars. That's not. I don't horrible. think Herbert's even in the same universe as relevant as Zion. Okay, what about John Morant and Justin Herbert? Who you rather have for the next 10 years, John Morant or Justin Herbert? John Morant. Is it close? Not really. Wow. I don't think people... The Chargers just moved cities, bro. Yeah, but Ty, like... Just think about the world and think about how many people care about Justin Herbert compared to John Morant. But who cares if they move cities in the world of like we're just talking about like social relevance? Yeah, like I don't being think in a different city uh, doesn't matter. Uh, I don't think a white quarterback that ninety percent of the time they're on TV, they're wearing a helmet and have no cultural juice is going to sell as much as I'm with you. I just John like Ryan. I think we take a look at that. You take a look at that, and you're like, man, like Justin Herbert's probably going to be more successful than. John Morant, like not probably Justin Herbert, if he has a better, like he has a better chance to be more successful, I think, than John Morant does. I don't know what Herbert's going to sell for 15K, 45K, 30K, no idea, right? I'm just, I'm just more opening up the conversation. I think it'll be not There's going to be a massive, there, there has been a major discrepancy. Like Mahomes RPAs were what, $100,000 the same time Zion was? Who are you buying for the next 10 years, Zion or Mahomes? Mahomes probably. But Zion could be a beast. Yeah, it could be, right? And I just. And Mahomes is in a whole nother world than Herbert. Agreed, right? But I, I, I don't know this off the top of my head. It's not as far off it as you is, think. It is, though. though. Like, my man's played in three conference championship games, two Super Bowls, won oh, one yeah. of them, has 100%. major national media Agreed, deals. 100%. Is not a Aligned. white dude from California qu- with long hair. It could quickly. I mean, he doesn't have long hair. He has like a white dude with flow, like Cali style, cool and no one cares about the Chargers. No one cared about the Chiefs. Until they went to three straight championship games and two Super Bowls. Correct. Which is my point. That and he throws the ball sideways without looking. I think the big thing and about Herbert, let's, let, let's, let's be honest. Interesting early. Are you picking Herbert? In the Chiefs or in the Chargers to beat the Chiefs every year because they got to win the division against the guy you're comparing him to. Not necessarily. You don't have you to. You go wild them. cards, sneak it in. So you going on, you, going yeah, on you the may road have heard of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They won the Super Bowl this year. You going on the road? Listen, to, I'm yeah. just saying. 
I we're talking about Lamar. Now. Oh. Like that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> like we've 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 kind of answered that question for now. I don't think we have to worry about Lamar. Yeah, right, I, just, right, I think right, that's an interesting take this year is how will NT football and some of these football products compare to basketball? I'm aligned as the basketball market has softened. All right, question: Do people come into a shop asking about Christian Pulisic? Has someone asked? Yes. Is it a regular occasion? A regular occurrence? No. How about overall footy? Yes. And how do you, what, what's the chatter? Prism, they want Premier League, they want US people, they want the Chelsea players, the Manchester United players, what are they? Yeah, a lot of it's looking for product, and this is where I'm concerned that there's not, like, a lot of the soccer out is super expensive. Like, Agreed. Immaculate, Prism, like, even if you get some of the old Topps Chrome boxes, those are $1,000 plus, there's not a, like, this is the advantage of football, with a tiered system with in basketball, so many different releases. You mm-hmm. just have, you know, you get the prisms and the selects and the optics and the NTs and the flawless, and those will 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 stay where they're at. But then you have something like Illusions or Clearly Donruss or Hoops Premium or Contenders. You've got these mid-tier products that you can afford to rip at a you know a more reasonable price. Um, and then there's even cheaper stuff. And with soccer, there's really just not a lot of options. It's that's where I think a lot of people want to get in, rip boxes, and do things like that. But it's just not super, you know, affordable at the moment. There's there's not a ton of real, there's not a ton of options to really rip. Yeah, I, I really think that uh, that 2016 select I'm a big fan of. I'm going to pick up some of it actually. Tyler's making a play on the show. I'm making a play. Yeah, I'm literally looking at it right now. And then someone asked about the the main uh, Pulisic cards. I have some of the 2016 Panini Donruss uh, rookie year. It's like Donruss debuts, which I think are nice. They have some hollows of that joint. Ty, what's the year that Mbappe has optics in? Is it 18? It is 18, yeah. Because those sell for like outrageous amounts of money, don't they? Yeah, there's the optic. The optic colors are really good. The The Topps Chrome has out, outpaced the... Um, World Cup Prism, but I like the twenty again. I like the pop is so much lower and it's harder to pull. But the twenty seventeen select field level Mbappe, I think, is where it'll net out if you're not talking about the sticker. And then the Prism because he won that World Cup. He's in the French kit. It's kind of what matters. I think you got the twenty sixteen rookie sticker Mbappe. Monaco, you got the 2017 in the PSG kit, field level, and you got the 2018 World Cup sticker. What was the one you just got, Ty? The 2016 Panini Foot sticker. That's the best one? I believe so. That's his best card by far. Someone sent me a question, cardboard we love. Um, I want the team to guess what the modern day Panini card, which put, which, the question is which Panini card, which modern day Panini card will be the equivalent um, of a PMG like red or green is what they're asking here. So, Tyler, your answer is probably kaboom. I'm not following. Brian, can you can you explain what PMG red and green is? Precious metal gems is a set in skybox basketball. Is that those Kobe joints? It's no, you know those like the red and green Jordan. Yeah, like, they're, they're like they're numbered to like 100 or 150. Uh, I would love to get like Chris from House of Jordans on here to, to give more information about this, but essentially, like PMGs are considered to be like the the grail grails of like yeah like jordan did what what i think matt bought it i'm checking matt bought it for like over 100k and it was altered damn so yeah Tyler, what, what do you think the you know 10 years from now we're gonna look back a red bgs 8.5 did 200 the current value is 233k so ty 10 15 20 years from now when we look back 25 years from now because that's what's been what 24 since Gold kabooms. Gold kabooms. Mm-hmm. That was what I was going to say too. If it's if it's not gold kabooms, they did those green. Was the green mm-hmm. the one of ones? Greens are one of ones. Yeah, I like gold kabooms. I do personally, and Rye, you know this game. I do think that there's some nice like panini. Like there's that Father's Day and Bape. They do some Black Friday stuff. They do yeah, some national like numbered stuff. Mm-hmm. I like those cards. They give me like Pokemon, um, like giveaway vibes, like the birthday one or like 
if you yeah. complete compete in a specific tournament like i think that those over a long period of time may become like chase because i think we're in a historic window of years for the hobby right now and i think 20 years from now looking back some of those black friday some of those father's day some of those you know national vip party pieces um are going to be like super chase card yeah i think that's an interesting take right it's like we we always say it that the supply and demand factor of this will play out right like it's no different than some of the you know the ty what's that big jordan card that you like that you missed out on a while ago inner lake baby inner lake yeah this one and it just people you know i know gary's real big on it finding those kind of obscure cards Mm -hmm. right like trevor lawrence's prism will be great zion's prism will be great but what about the you know the player of the day rookie that was limited or like the national rookie or just something different like that so that that's what i'm you know intrigued to see what happens in time is what one of those kind of takes precedent you know it's like for instance have you seen the Lewis Hamilton, tops mm-hmm. now. Rookie. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say tops now. are like weirdly Verstappen. Verstappen is the play for all my F one heads out there. Verstappen. Yo, the F one, the F one Netflix series is so legit, and you will, I guarantee you, you will buy, you will want to buy F one cards after you watch the the Netflix show. I guarantee it. So again, have you seen like the tops now? Right, it, you know, Dynasty's out. Tops Chrome is coming. Is the tops now the card people want long term after the Chrome is out because of what Chrome is and what Prism like that that you know type of card is in the market? Does that switch? So, yeah, interesting to see. I don't I don't really have a, an answer on like which one I think will be great. I think there's a lot of them. Kaboom is definitely a popular choice. I love the Galactic. I think that's an insert I I really really enjoy. I would say the 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 comic aspect of Kaboom that cross there uh, is going to play out. I think so. I, that's why you know I think Kaboom has massive potential what's the mosaic thing that you like genesis that's the other one genesis is the one that has the other uh, possibility i would call that like a dark horse option genesis yeah so it's a mosaic basketball parallel they put it in football as well it's a retail exclusive insert so it's like a short print that you could only find in retail it's non-hobby or is that you're doing the full set of in basketball i'm like 25 or 30 of what year 18, 1920 basketball with Zion. Fire. So my thought is it's the first year as a standalone basketball product for Mosaic. It's the first year as a standalone. Um, first year, so that's going to matter, right? If if, Mo- if basketball cards are great long-term, right? The first year of Mosaic will mm-hmm. matter. It's also Zion's rookie year, so it's got potential there. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a, it, it's something I've been working on for a while, so I'm, I'm intrigued. Dope. All right, so again, if you guys ever want to submit questions to us um, for future future shows, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Card Talk Pod. Now we are going to get into this week's Play of the Week. Again, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right, so as always, if you are new here, this is where Jason, the producer, gives us some plays for this week. And we have not seen them. So Tyler, Lou, and I go into this with no idea of what 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 to expect. And we're looking for recent plays, listeners, you have made on on eBay. So, Jay, what do we got? All right. We have a 2009 Topps UFC Round 2 debut base, John Jones. Seek and destroy UFC 87. John Jones versus Andre Gusmao. No subgrades. This is in from GNK Sports Cards. One word on Instagram. Jones is, Jones is considered one of, if not the GOAT of the UFC. Potential for a super fight against rising star and heavyweight champ Francis Naganu in the near future. The card itself only has 14 gem mint copies and all or from BGS, only one graded at PSA, which is a nine. Bought this BGS 9.5 for 8.50. No subgrades, but due to the rarity of this card and gem mint graded, I believe this card can move a lot of UFC cards in the sport in general continues to grow. Personally, I like the play. Starting at the top, UFC, I'm a fan. Secondarily, John Jones, yes, legend. What I do think about in the fight game and if, I'm dropping 850 right now is where do the legends shake out compared to the new growth? Um, 
And where does John Jones sit in that? Especially if with the growth that's happened, many of the 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 MMA card crossover people are likely going to see John Jones get knocked out by this dude Naganyu. Um so I would I think it's a good long-term hold play, but I foresee maybe stagnant and some dip based on this guy. I would rather buy Francis Ngannou. Because I, I was literally going to say the same thing. Yeah, you're going to buy the guy for the next 10 years, not the guy that's on his way out. You buy the guy who thinks he's going to win. Because talk, you're talking about for the fight. Ngannou's probably going to beat him. And and I think Ngannou's going to beat a lot of people in, in a, you know, the next 18 months. Like, just like destroy <laughs> people's faces. Um, and so that's that's where my head's at. I like the John Jones play, yes, legend, but I think you're going to see him run into a brick wall, get knocked out, and not many people are going to be interested in a no subs nine five John Jones. With I just looked dude. at Inganu. There's two PSA tens for 2017 Tops Chrome, and a PSA ten sold for eight thousand dollars after the fight last week. Oh, how eight k? Just like eight the bin. Bro, he beat his face in. He's a superhuman. Right, you don't like UFC, right? It like bothers you. No, I, I, I have some. I have. It some bothered McGregor me. Stuff. You probably I have that's a probably McGregor from test me. Seventeen tops Chrome Orange Refractor PSN. But do you watch UFC? Oh yeah, I mean not like really? not like oh yeah, I can't wait to get to the club. Me either. Know, to, yeah, I'm not like that either. But I'm just watch wondering. it. But yeah, absolutely, I watch it. I get like grossed out. My stomach hurts when I watch it sometimes, really? but I still check it. Yeah. I was yeah, that way. Was I was that way. It's like, the extra punch at the end that always like makes me a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, his stuff. Wow. AK for a PSA 10 and gone. It was crazy. So, yeah, I, I like this as well. But I, I think. Uh, I always get weirded out by like debut or like mashup cards, like a lot of like I think about that a lot. Like the only comparison point I have is like those Marvel cards in my head. Oh, I would say and the one. And baseball as well, yeah. Like, the tops always makes... Yeah, exactly. And it's like, when there's multiple, you're just asking for trouble. Like, to go back to Bowman Draft, I have a dual auto that I pulled out of a box of Jonathan India and Nick Madrigal. Like, that card will just never be worth what a Nick Madrigal auto is by itself or what an India audio auto by itself is. I agreed, I agreed with that. Cool play. Again, not super, super in the UFC game. If I mean, if you were to win and retire and go down as a legend, I think the conversation's different. So I think, like Tyler and Lou said, you're putting some weight on the outcome of this fight. Because um, if he gets smoked and he gets his face beat in, the best time to buy it's probably two days after he gets smoked. Um, so again, I think you're putting a lot on that. But again, if if the fight gets announced and that impacts his cards, it's just like no different than if they came out and said, you know, Joe Burrow's going to start week one. He's healthy, he looks good. And they just got Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow stuff would go up before he even played a game. John Jones stuff might go up just because of the fight alone. Is there enough money there to capitalize before the fight? That that could be the play in itself. But yeah, not a not my favorite, but certainly not my least favorite. Jay, next one. All right, this is from Lubaka Cards. It says, my player of the week met a guy at a card show and we stayed in touch and have the multiple deals since. This particular card was numbered at 75 and the last company eBay happened in January for $250 buy it now. I thought that was low being around the card game for a couple months, but I wasn't sure. Went with my gut and decided to buy it at $375. Listed it for $1250 Oboe a couple days later, hoping for the best. Sold it in three minutes for the buy it now price. Probably could have made more money, but I'll take three times the profit any day. So this is a Kobe 05 SP Game Use Authentic Fabrics 4 color patch. It looks like it might be some sort of like all-star patch. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So I would be curious if there's some sort of significance behind the patch, right? Did Kobe put up 60 in an all-star game and win MVP? Was that what it's from? Um, is this a super limited set? I don't know, like, rare Kobe patches enough to know if this is a $1,500 or $1,250 card or a $5,000 card or a $375 card. I don't know it enough. But, you know, I'm all for the paid $250 and sold it for $1,250. I mean, that sounds like a win. I got a lot of thoughts. At Lubaka underscore cards, L-U-B-A-C-A underscore cards on Instagram, we got Lucas Baca. My man comes in, drops some heat in the DMs. He's got 20 followers, and his profile picture is your classic LeBron, Topps Chrome, 
fade away. My man mentions, first and foremost, that he met a guy at a card show and we stayed in touch and have done multiple deals since. Boom. I love it. He then goes on and mentions he's new. He says, being around the card game for a couple months. So I'm like, all right, big up respect to my man, Lucas, who's been in the game a couple months, already been to shows and already in the mix, building relationships with people that he met to do deals. Then someone that's only been in a couple months is just staying in the mix, putting in the reps, beating people, bing, bang, boom. And this is the the things that if you're in it, if you're looking, if you're constantly playing the game, and again, I know people got full-time jobs, they got a lot of things going on. This might be the worry with some of the corona, but it might get more crazy once the pandemic ends in terms of inefficiencies. He just bought it for 350 which was above the bin. So again, don't always just go off of comp price and that should be the last thing. And then he just took a chance, threw it up at a random number and someone else valued it more. I love all the things that led to the play. Therefore, I love the play. I also am a sucker for anything colored purple for some reason. And the purple on the purple jersey, dope card. I like to play a lot. I'm extremely fascinated by he bought it and then listed it it three days later or a couple days later. That's a wild play. Yeah. So I'm confused, kind of. Just put it in the wraps. That's a wild move. Congrats to Lupaka. And I think this speaks to a lot too, like, especially if you're early on in the game and you're like, hey, I bought this card. I plan to keep it for six months because I think it's undervalued. But I'm going to, I think this speaks to throwing it up there and seeing if somebody wants it more than you do, right? Like, if you're like, hey, I bought this card for 375, I'd take a thousand bucks for it. Let's put it up for 1500 just to see what happens. You never know. Somebody might be willing to pay that. And if you get your six month, you know, number five months earlier, is it the end of the world? No. So I think this talks, this speaks a lot to that. And just because you list it doesn't mean you have to sell it. Back to the conversation we had with Jay before he comes on talking, he's upset at some guy that listed a card at a price and won't sell it to him for less than that. Then he also is trying to sell something and people keep offering him less and he doesn't want to sell it for less. And right, you know, you list a super cool card you don't want to sell. You list it for 5X the last comp. You know what that does when somebody sees it, you've got a really, really cool card, they check your other stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, hey, what else does he have? Oh, I like this card. I can't buy this one. He won't sell me that. But maybe this one, let's make a deal on this. And then it leads to other things by having cool cards like that on your eBay page. It just what popped into my head is like what you've always said and doubling down on like have prices on your stuff. Have a price in mind because you don't know. It's better to have it overpriced, be comfortable of not selling it and have someone come along and be like, we'll give you 200 less. Then like not having a price and waffling and then being like uh, feeling weird. And the guy's like, all right, well, I got no interest anyway. I like to play. Cool. Jay. All right. So this is 1996 Charizard Pokemon Japanese from Pokey underscore Traveler. It says I bought, bought it for 2200 US dollars. It's BGS 9.5. All their comps are well over 3700 The card looks unreal. So I'm going to resubmit to PSA. PSA 10s are currently going for 7K. So first thing about this that we, we've got to be transparent is my understanding is this PSA is no longer accepting crossovers, at least at the moment. So that le- if that is 100% accurate and you cannot cross this over, and so crossover means taking the 9.5, submitting it to PSA as a 9.5 and seeing if they will give it a 10. If they won't, they send it back to you as a 9.5. If they do, they put it in a PSA 10 holder, right? That's that's what a crossover would, would entail. If that is not an option, you're talking about cracking this card out of a case and sending it to PSA and hoping PSA gives it a 10. In my head, there's 0% chance I would ever do that. Again, I'll let Lou and Tyler speak to what they would do. but I'm a big fan of cracking. The risk on a, again, big fan of cracking some things on a $3,200 a $2,200 purchase. What's a PSA 9 sell for? What's a PSA 8 sell for? That, that has... It could, you could get it for sure, but there's definitely risk involved and you got to play out the numbers, but like you're in, sometimes you got to risk it. Lou likes, Lou likes, I love, I'm aware. I I just had to crack and do a lot of on the edge things for Lou in LA. (laughs) Lou's in, Lou's in on the play. (laughs) Yeah. I like to play, but I would just put it under your bed and wake up in 10 minutes. That slash. I'm confused by the $2,200 with all the other comps over $3,700. we have gotten ourselves in trouble a few times on the show with that. So 
I would love to have more background on like those. No- I don't know those numbers off the top of my head. So I would be careful with that. But I love the play if all worked out proper. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Cool. Jay, next. All right. So this is from Sports Card Burner Accounts. This card was $5.75. I sent it to PSA as a group sub in January of last year for $13. Thanks, Clay. It fell victim for the backlog and wasn't returned until two months ago. With the soccer market going through a major up cycle and with the recent release of 2020-2021 Prism EPL, I felt this was the time to move. I listed it and just accepted an offer this morning for $1,400, locking in a gross total profit of $1,391.25, which is a 7,366% ROI. Ty, you're the soccer guy. Yeah, it's a beautiful play. It's a brilliant play. And I'm just so excited because I have so much cards, footy cards at PSA right now. And I have so many in my room here that I just have not gone through. I think it's a beautiful play. I think Jack, Jack Realish is an absolute stud. I think he's got some swag to him that makes him more marketable. I think he's got a big move upcoming. And uh, I think it's a dope play. Big fan of the play and a big fan of turning $5.25 plus your cost to clay probably whatever say you turn $50 into 1400 minus the fees it's a good job i'm going to question the number the 1391 right if it's sold for 1400 there's certainly not a 10% or a 14% transaction fee in there so there's certainly there's cert- we're certainly missing yeah, some yeah. numbers Agreed. but this is you know even if it's $1000 right $5 to 1000 is certainly nothing to you know be disappointed over uh, this is this is what we talk about a lot on here about having the patience, getting a couple cards, send them into grading, getting them back later and cashing in, especially if it's something you believe in. Like he clearly believed in this one. So I think it's a great play. Yeah. He's got me pulling out my stacks of raw footy cards. right Lou, now. how excited are you for this one? I actually am excited about it um, for a couple of reasons. One, I'm a bit like, I don't know anything about Jack Grealish. I won't claim to. But like buying a card for five dollars, that's an interesting little prospect, and then just making the sale rather than sitting on it is very, very good to me. And I have a yappy cat in the background right now who's annoying me. But I think a lot of people would sit on this card and just wait for Jack Grealish to make the move, like Tyler said, or to have a big blah. Take your money on a random card that you bought for five dollars that came into your lap and now it's fourteen hundred. Like take that all day. Big fan. All right, Jay, what's the next one? All right, so this says, bought this blaster box for $30 on eBay, and he bought it February 28th in 2021. It was 08 Tops basketball blaster. I can't believe you bought that for $30. Um, sent it off to PSA on, ex- wait, and he pulled the Kobe, the iconic Kobe from it. Sent it off to PSA on Express, and it came back a nine. I feel this was a very good flip, and the card will continue growing. Love, love the show. Hope you enjoy. All right, so he bought a box of 0809. This is from Sean Dwyer uh, on IG. 0809 Tops Basketball Blaster, 10 packs with bonus for $30. One, I think that's a great deal in itself. I had a bottle. I mean, $30, that seems outrageous. You can't even buy like Donner's Basketball now for $30. Yeah, right. He pulled the Kobe, sent it to PSA Express, which again, takes some risk, got a nine and sold that for $1,200. So Express. I don't know. I'm a little confused. That blaster was selling for thirty bucks February twenty eighth. That's what I'm saying. Like that's, I would have guessed that's a two hundred dollar blaster, two hundred fifty dollar blaster. Okay, so he pulled that playoff. I thought it was going to say twenty twenty, and then in the span of four weeks, he turned an express shipment around with PSA. I can tell you, we have express orders from February the first week of February that aren't done. I know mine. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah. He could be in LA. It could be like a pickup situation. It could be, but I feel like it would have been like, and I'm in LA and I put it in. So I don't know. It's a great play. I'm just. Tyler's a little skeptical here. You know, we, we got duped. I we think got, Tyler's we, just we've salty. been he duped hasn't on this show before. And that's where this energy is coming from. Uh, Lou, complete honesty, it, it has to check out, right? Again, I've got orders from February that are not done on Express. I know people, I put a 20 day in in July and people who have gotten economies back faster. So like, there's not really a rhyme or reason. Okay. That. Super fair. fair. And I'm just, I was just pointing out some data. The Tyler's specific data. <laughs> First off, buying that blaster. 
on February 28th for 30. The, yeah, the blaster for 30 is crazy. And then opening it is crazier. Yeah, you're a lunatic, Sean, for opening that. Uh, that's the thing I will say on this is like... You're a lunatic. <laughs> if you don't hit the Kobe, it doesn't become a play. The blaster play in itself could have been the play selling it sealed. I mean, no guts, no glory, but... No guts, no glory. I like it. There's a little... That's a little Ohio out of you. I think that's it. No, yep, that's it. All right, so this is a, this is a tough one. I want to say this is a tough one. There were some good plays in here, multiple just solid plays. I agree. I have my answer though. Ty, what do you got? The winner for me is the Jack Grealish card. Of course, it's the Jack Grealish card, but it's the Jack Grealish card because they bought a raw card for five dollars, five twenty-five on eBay, a footy one at that. SSP Blue Ice. First out the line of 75, quick grading, and a quick flip. And it's footy. I love it. I agree with the fact that, but it's not a quick it's Fair. not a quick yep. grade. It's a 12-month grade, and I that's why I like it, is the patience behind grading. I mean, shout out to the days when you could grade something for under 20 bucks. Uh, miss those, for sure. But um, yeah, buying a card you believe in, having the patience to s- sit on it for a long time, Getting it back, it, 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 you being right on your play, getting a 10, selling it, just everything that goes into it. Yeah, sports card burner account would be my winner on this. I'm going to agree. I, I just like all the way around. The $5, the graded for 20 the, it gets stuck in PSA for a while. You get it back, and you're like, oh, wait, this is 1400 Boom. Clay, an early guest of the pod. People forget. We didn't have many guests. I mean, Clay's been down since day one. So again, that is Play of the Week. Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one spot for all things cards and collectibles. All right, so last thing we got to do is this week's releases, and we've hinted at it before, so I think it's worth touching. This is a this is a big release week for for cards. NT Football comes out. That's a, obviously a huge release for for football. You've got Panini Obsidian Soccer. You have Select Hybrid Football. And then you have Origins Basketball. Ty, Lou, any initial thoughts? I'm just waiting on I'm just waiting on that golf release. Do we have an update? I, I'm excited about, I like Origins as well. I think Origins is a good product. Um, obviously, NT is huge. So I will not be participating because I'm not wealthy, but I will be watching some breaks um, over the weekend. And I'm excited about that. Do we know when UFC is coming out? End of April, I believe. I can confirm really quick. Would be a real shame if, Considering my, birthday, considering my birthday is next week, it'd be a real shame if someone wanted to get me some UFC prison. Maybe someone <laughs> on this show who has access to a lot of weapons. When's your Maybe birthday? When's your birthday, Luke? Oh, yeah. 420. <laughs> <laughs> Cards and Cannabis, my new show. <laughs> I actually am excited about UFC. I think it'll be really cool. I, I Obviously, people like to complain about the prism and how the the parallels change and all that. I think having access to like a health, like a healthy volume of UFC cards will be interesting to see how the market reacts. Yep. Yeah. NT football. Again, my, um, I'm trying to watch what happens with major quarterback rookie patch autos. What is Tua hurts Herbert burrow? Like what do those sell for in comparison to some of the basketball, especially with the basketball cool off. We've, we talked about earlier today that, that, you got to watch that, right? Are, are those going to get closer and closer? Or does Tyler Ross argument about, hey, you can't see Herbert. He's got a face mask on. He's got a helmet on. You can't see him. Does that matter enough to keep the discrepancy very, very, er, 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 really extreme where it's at now? So I think that's what I'm most intrigued by is some of the early sales from the NT football patch auto market and how that affects the product. Does that, if Herbert sells for 50K, does that increase the box price? You know, because it's at 42.50 now. Or 4250, 4500, somewhere in that range. I think one of them was as high as like 4650 online. You know, NT basketball is like 6500, 7500 from last year, I believe. So, how does, you know, is the discrepancy widened? Is it shortened? Something like that. So, that's, that's where my head's at. Cool. Super cool. Before we drop, we dropped a new podcast today on 1 37 p.m. If you've listened all the way up through here, I can promise you it's not going to be an hour long but it's going to be every single day every single day monday through sunday dropping at 7 31 a.m eastern seven minute daily wrap up everything you need to know that's going on in the world of what we cover at 1 37 i listened this morning because i woke up a little bit early today so i had a little bit of time 
and it was very enjoyable. I liked it a lot. Dope. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, same time tomorrow. See you there. A little more info coming your way. See you guys later. Peace. 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 That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.